What's up, guys? So today uh, we are doing a podcast and interview with the one, the only, the multi-time world champion, um, Raw Quip Bench Three Lift World Games, uh, Miss Benika Brown, absolute champion, absolute hilarious person to talk to. Uh, she's as bubbly as her Instagram uh, handle, um, Bubbly Powerlifter. Yeah, man. So make sure you check that out, Bubbly Powerlifter. Um, man, it was a good time. It's actually our second one, uh, getting a chance to kind of chop it up and talk about it. And actually, I want to try to get it in post-Raw Nationals and right before she goes uh, to uh, Quit Worlds to not only defend her title, but probably try to stack some more championships. Um, she's just one of the best in the game. Um, in my opinion, she is the GOAT of female powerlifting. I don't think there's anyone that's ever done what she's, uh, she's been able to do aside from uh, Priscilla Ribic. Um, and as far as uh, Super Heavies, there has yet to be anyone as dominant as uh, Benika is. So uh, it was, it's always a pleasure to talk to her. It's even uh, a bigger pleasure to be friends with her and an even bigger, bigger pleasure uh, to have an opportunity to take all the selfies that we, we tend to take over and over. So uh, we got a chance to chop it up, and I hope you guys enjoy it because it was a great time. And uh, hopefully by the time everyone gets a chance to see this, she'll be uh, at least uh, halfway done at being world champion. So uh, with uh, no further ado, I give you Benika, oh, I can't even say the word, Benika Brown. <laughs> this is the corner of the circle. Alright, we're good. I got like this top pack. Like, this top pack is getting good. What's being nice? Mine or not? I think my bench hasn't gone up in forever. I need to work on it. Actually, it has. I just, not in the competition. I'll bench 525 all day in the gym. Get get to the, <laughs> get to, to comp. I'm like, alright, 505, 501, 507. So, yeah. I'm going to have to try to put some juice on this next, uh, this, maybe if I do the Arnold. Alright, we're ready to roll. Um, do you, do you squat and then bench? Or do you always do bench days? No, I squat first and then I do bench. Okay. Like, so I'm already worn down by the time. All right, I guess we should start. Um, so we've already literally talked for like 20 minutes before the thing even, before we press record. Um, I mean, those of you that have been listening, I already, you guys already knew that we were going to uh, be doing another one of these. Um, I'm actually not in the gym training while she's talking, so this is, this is a very special occasion. Um... Let me see. We're off the heels of last time we talked. We were on. We had just finished Worlds. Mm. Oh, we were about to go to Worlds. No, we finished Worlds, and and then now we 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 just finished Raw Nationals, where yeah. you won, like you always do. Just keep winning. Must be nice. And I got third, but I won in the Masters category. So there you go. One time for the old man. Um. I don't know, man. There's, there's, there's not a lot that can be said about you, you know what I mean, uh, that hasn't already been said. You're a champion over and over and over and over and over again. You, um, you're about to go to uh, Equip Worlds, yeah? Yes, and I'm Jeez. dying. 
Good I mean, for training for it. I mean, uh, sorry guys, Benika Brown, in case you guys don't know, the GOAT. Um, she is the GOAT. You literally are no. the GOAT. All right, at least, all right, how about this? We'll say you're the GOAT of, how about this then? Since, we'll say since Kim is the 72 GOAT, Jen is the 63 GOAT, we'll say that you're the GOAT of everything else. How about that? I'm the super heavyweight GOAT. <laughs> I mean, we could go Wilkes, and your Wilkes is... No, they beat me by Wilkes. My PR Wilkes is 520-something. Your Wilkes is still nasty. I had higher Wilkes. Actually, no. Guys I... can't compare to girls. It's not fair. How you, what? What you mean? You know what? <laughs> Jim Thompson has, well, she had for a little bit, the highest bench Wilkes of all time. But she doesn't have it no more? Nah, sure some, some, nah, some, some dude, some little light dude, some like little, like, I don't know, like, I think they say he's like a 74 or, or 66 or one of them little cats. Really? Yeah. Maybe he has it. Maybe he had it temporarily. Maybe she went and got it back. But yeah, as far as I know, we were talking about the other day. I'm like, oh, my bad, Jen. Must be nice. Let me get this thing, man. This thing is acting stupid. All right, now we're ready. Um, So yeah. So um, since Raw Nationals, what's been up? Uh, just trying to train for Equip National. I mean, Equip Worlds. And yeah. I'm just dying in pain and a lot of Epsom salt baths and shocked my neuro oh, i squatted man. yesterday and wanted to die <laughs> also <laughs> like you how many like how many times uh how many times a week do you have to train just do you like train raw like like a couple days a week and then train like one day equipped or do like as you get closer to the like to the meet do you have to train like daily with like equipment i'm still lifting three days a week mm -hmm. and um it's just you know just hitting a squat equipped and then the rest of the lifts will be raw Bench equip, the rest raw, deadlift, and the rest raw. Also, like you like to say, you work up to, like, to a top set or whatever, equip, and then you drop you drop sets, everything raw? No, no. Like, I have squat. Like, I did my squat. Like, so yesterday, I did my equip squat, and then I did normal raw bench, and then I did deficit deadlifts. Oh, so you just had to make sure you do, do that one specific discipline, equip, and then everything else is yeah. just raw. Okay. There's yes, he no I, way to do all three in one day. And yeah, dude. I yeah, like I said, man, I know nothing about the quit world, so I don't know. I'm gonna make sure that I'm gonna make sure that Zach Cooper gets this one, so he understands how how little I know about the the equipped world. I know nothing about it, and I mean, I'm I mean I'm looking into it, but I don't know. Like I mean, there's heesh. I should have done. I you know what? I should have gotten to equip when when Ian was taking his break, but Ian Ian's on his way back. He's just occasionally pulling seven. I think he pulled like seven oh five the other day, and it was it was so fast. I'm like, brother, he did. It was like a warm up. I'm like, man. And then of course, did he even take time off? Did he even have an injury? No. I don't know, man. He just you know he just went and you know got a you know a, a masters and decided. Oh, I guess I'll come back to powerlifting and then just kill everybody. So yeah. I don't know, man. That dude is he's phenomenal. Y'all beef people. Yeah, freaking beef. It's that beef. All those beef people. Y'all are cheese, man. Y'all be on like y'all should like have your own like just all star team. It really is an all star team to be honest with you. But you know. That's what he does. He picks all of us beef people, you know? My um name. but when it comes to suits, yesterday I couldn't get out of my suit for ten minutes because of Mike Hafenbrack because he altered it and it was really tight. Oh yeah, cause you gotta get him Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna again. I'm gonna make sure that Zach and Ryan Gleason, both of you, at some point, listen to this because I don't know about this life. It's uh, 
You know it's what? It's fun. It's a fun challenge. It's different. I ah, we'll see. We'll, we'll you know what? We'll get to that when we get to it. Um, so um, I mean, it'll help my Rob. Maybe I'll just practice equip. Okay. I, I don't know that Loose I can. Loose equipment. Loose equipment at first. I mean, I, I don't I don't see how y'all do it, man. But I mean, I think I think if I really tried, I could. But it's just a whole new sport that I'd have to learn and. I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we shall see. But it's not about me. It's about you right now. Um, this is a question I have because I've never asked you this question. The glitter. Mm-hmm. Where did the glitter come from? Like, have you, you've, you've always done glitter? Like, or is that just recent? <laughs> because I've known you since I started lifting. And I never really paid attention to the glitter until, like, the last, like, year or two. I'm like, yo, she always has. But, like, where did that come from? So, last year, um, I was having lunch with somebody and um, we were at Village Inn, and I saw this waitress. She had glitter eyeshadow and stuff. Uh-huh. And I just kept looking at her. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I want that. I want that. And then I asked her, and then she told me where to go. And then I always wore it. So I wore it here locally in Omaha when I went to Bushwhackers and Rednecks, uh-huh. which are the country club bars to learn line dancing. Mm-hmm. And But I never wore it at powerlifting meets because I'm like, I'll get so much shit for this, so I ain't going to wear it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then... So when it came to nationals last year in Orlando, I had to go to an event um, that Thursday um, I had a meeting with people. And so I got all glitz and glamored up. And then I got out of it late and I had to coach Ryan Baylart. And I was like, I don't have time to take all this off, you know? And so I'm like, well, I am going to go into raw nationals and with all my glitter sparkles on. Yeah, um, I got so much positive feedback. And so you said that, that became a thing, so you stuck with it. Well, yeah, then the next day, then when I actually lifted, people were like, where the hell are your sparkles? I'm like, I didn't know people liked it. And so now it's like, I'm going to keep doing it. Because I think the first time I, I may be wrong, the first time I saw you lift, I think you had glasses on, you wore glasses. Yes, I always wore my glasses, and now I wear my contacts. Nice. Yeah. Was like, does it, man? I don't know. I don't. I've never had glasses. I don't know. But it's like, it, it's like a different feel. Like, it's like that's something like you have to really get used to. Like, I mean, I mean, because I'm assuming, like, obviously, if you, you know, you kind of lift how you, you know, you compete how you train. So, like, is it like, does it feel? I mean, I'm sure you're used to it now. But like that first time you decided, hey, I'm gonna wear contacts instead of my glasses. Did that feel like different or? I always alternated throughout my whole career when oh. I was a kid to now. I mm. always went back and forth just a bit. It's just like hairstyle. Oh, I'm going to wear glasses for a while. Oh, I'm going to go to contacts. Oh, I'm going to short hair, long hair. That's all. I tried, to get fake, a- I tried to get fake glasses one time so girls would think I was cute. I mean, it was a bad look. <laughs> I like, like, for real, like, we, we used to get the old, um, the 3D glasses. And uh, we did <laughs> the 3D glasses, like, and you, like, you rub off the 3D part. And, you, I mean, you obviously take the lenses out. And you, that was a look. That was a look for a little bit. That was, the, I promise you, that was a move. Um, I no, you. that's not. That was the move for a little bit. Um, I'm a man. What is? I, it was some, oh, this is what I was going to ask you because I, I was. There's a lot of stuff I was going to ask you that I didn't get a chance to ask you last time. So we can go past present because all of this, obviously, you know, I'll put on the on the spot. Uh, and we get. Well, I mean, if if there's anybody that hears it, I'll have to tag them. So it's going to be great. Um, we can go past, present, future. Um, who are your favorite lifters? And and why? Um, it can be more than one. We say we'll say to make it fair. We want to like you can say up to five. We can say up to five. It has to be in no particular order. But 
if it's easier for you, we can go um, right now, the lifters, up to five lifters from the past that, I mean, you know, that maybe they're not active anymore, but, you know, maybe they're judges or whatever. All right, give me up to up to five if you got them. Go. Uh, so, you know, uh, my story with Liz Willett, um, of course, it'll be Wade Hooper, mm-hmm. Harriet Hall, um, Brian Siders. Oh, I need one more. Um, but see, back then, but see, from the past, it was always women. Uh-huh. Um, just Connell. I mean, it could be women. I mean, it doesn't have to be guys because <laughs> most of most the guys, like, you know. Um, um, Jason Beck was awesome, too. Um, Irving Gaynor. He was a great lifter. Um, um, that's who I can think of that are really not that active anymore. Yeah. But, like, my favorite is Liz Willett. I got her to come to Raw Nationals. Oh, wow. I haven't seen her for 14. You didn't see, did you see my post? I did. I see all your posts. Yeah. yeah. So, no, so I'm really happy I got to see her after 14 years. That's after crazy. After being on Women's World Team together. But... Yeah, but those those would definitely be my my favorite lifters from back in the day. Like yeah, that, it's just crazy, man. What about um, what about right now? Who, who would be your present favorite lifters? I mean, it doesn't have to be five. It's just whomever, because I know you have more than five. <laughs> the ones so. I always talk about is Dave Ricks and Tony Harris. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's it's weird because like they kind of I call them bridges because like they're they're like they're like lifters of the past, but. They're still doing it now, and they're still doing it. And, like, I just cracked up when I saw Anthony Harris. I'm like, I didn't even know that he was competing. I had no idea that he was competing. And so I walk up. I was like, wait, is that Tony Harris? No way. But, yeah, man. I was like, he's competing? Like, yeah, he's competing. And then he's, like, doing a um, – he's, like – it's, like, his comeback meet. So he's, like, still rusty, and he's still, like – he's, like, gets, like, top two, top three. I'm like, good gosh, man. I mean – I'm ex- I'm excited to see like what he's gonna do like once he like he, he's like everything's up to speed because I mean, at one time, it was just what it wasn't even a year ago like he had like the world record squat, and no one ever yeah. thought you know people thought like oh Dennis Cornelius is gonna own that thing forever and then C- Tony comes out of nowhere and he, he <laughs> takes that thing and then I think he held on to it for like a month I think and then yeah. Dennis like all right I'll I'll have that back appreciate you thank you, um so obviously Tony Harris David Ricks like those man I mean. I've talked about those guys so much. I mean, I mean, it is what it is. Who else do you have? Um, I don't. That's hard to pick favorite. Oh. I mean, just off the top of your head, I got a million of. Of course, I mean, I love everybody. I know it's hard, but it's hard to like pinpoint. Well, I love my Norwegian lifters. I love all the Norwegian lifters. See, that's um, why I'm about to the uh, the Swiss man. Freaking no, Norwegian. I mean, yeah, they're cool too. They're cool too. Shout out to everybody in Switzerland, though. Shout out to <laughs> shout out to everybody in Switzerland for holding me down. I appreciate you guys. I'll never forget what you guys did for me in the back during Worlds. Kept me from dying. They literally kept me from dying for sure. So Switzerland, <laughs> hey, you guys, don't be neutral. Come to the U.S. side. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> freaking, um, I, I, you know, I, I tell you, one of my favorites, man. Um, I mean, I don't know. I just like Elliot, dude. Elliot is hilarious. Number one. I spent a lot of time with that, like that guy doing the the announcements and everything, and it, and it's weird because when I met him, um, it was actually at the Arnold, and I was weighing in, and I was giving him my card, like I was, he was back in the weigh-in, and he's like, all right, well, you know, put your numbers down. I was like, yeah. He's like, you don't have to do the numbers, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, like 
bench squat deadlift. He's like, what? I was like, I put my bench down. I put my squat down. I put my deadlift. And he's like, you oh, don't bench. You don't bench first. I'm like, what? I was like, I know that. I'm just writing everything down. And for me, that was at the time. Remember when I first started? That's all I could do was bench. So I was like, I'm put my bench squat deadlift. He was like, what? He goes, that's the order. I'm like, yeah, that's the order. I'm gonna do it in. He's like, no, man. You squat, bench, and deadlift. I was like, I know that, dude. I'm just saying. When I write it down, I write it on my bench first, then I write it on my squat, and then I write it down my deadlift. Uh, but he gave me so much crap, man, and I, it still to this day gives me crap about that. But, I mean, from that point, man, like, I was, uh, I walked out, and I forget I said something, I did something, and he gave me crap as I was walking out to get ready to go squat. And oh, no. I was like, man, but he was just cracking jokes. So I was like, dude, I don't know if that guy likes me or if he hates me, but... He always cracked me up, and then, of course, you know, through the years, man, it's just weird because, I mean, I've only been doing it, what, what, this is year six, and it feels like I've known these people, it feels like I've known these people forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I don't know, I don't know, what, what do I know? family. Family knows each other forever. Yeah, man, sheesh, dude. I was like, you know, I don't know. And, like, all these new kids are coming in, I'm like, y'all don't even know. Like, will they even be around? My thing is, this is my question, because, I mean, we can go back to... We're going to go back to the favorites here in a minute. Okay. My, my question to you is this. The trend with all these new lifters and stuff coming in, and it's no knock. I'm not saying it like in a, in a, in a bad way in any form or fashion. <laughs> like, where do you see people's longevity being? Do you, you know, do, you, do you think that trend of, like, you know, the longevity, like the David Ricks, the Anthony Harris's, Jen Thompson's, do you think that's going to last with, like, these people coming in now? Like, no. No. I've heard so many people drop out. I'm like, why'd they drop out? Oh, their coach didn't come. So they dropped out. They, they're not lifting because of that. Or, oh, they barely sprained their wrist. Okay, well, just your openers. Like, like I've heard so many silly reasons of people dropping out of nationals. I'm like, so you're still here, paid a hotel room and entry fee, and you're just going to quit. Like, they, they don't have, not all of them, but, like, don't have the heart and passion and desire to fight. You have to have that internal drive to fight. Yeah, and, yeah. And have goals. People don't like, like that competition, man. People think you gotta fight for it. Here's the thing that that's starting to starting to like. I'm starting to see this pattern, this overwhelming pattern, over and over and over. Is people like to be they like to be a part of the event. They like to say that they were there. They like to say, "Oh yeah, well, I did that. Oh, I lifted the same guy, same thing as him, or I lifted. Oh my God, I saw Monique. I saw her. Like they." Mm-hmm. They like to say they are part of the event, but they do not want to be in the event. It's one thing to go to the event, but it's one thing to also be the event. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like yeah. you're, good way to put it. you're cut from a different cloth. Like, there's no point of going to Raw Nats. There's no point of going to any competition if you're not going there to compete your very best fight. and fight to win. Doesn't matter if you're fighting with somebody. Doesn't matter if you're fighting with yourself. But you got to go there ready to roll. Like, you know, ready to freaking piss fire, ready to roll. And these people come to hang out to see their yeah. favorite lifter. And this, don't get me wrong, some of the, some of the people's favorite lifters is my favorite lifter, and I love. Don't get me wrong, I love love seeing David Ricks lift. I love it, <laughs> but I also I also want to smash David Ricks every time we compete against each other. You know what I'm saying? Like I love the dude to death. I, I love like, dude. Don't get me wrong. When Ashton goes up, I'm his number one freaking fan. When David goes up, I'm his number one freaking fan. And I want them to hit every single lift. I want you to hit every lift because you're going to need every lift because I'm trying to smash you when it comes time to compete. That's what it's about. When you go to yeah. compete, I'm like, dude, 
please God don't squat more than me. Please don't squat more than me. <laughs> and it's don't. Here's the listen. After that time that you guys squatted me in the Arnold, and I called it, and it was on a Titex bar, mind you. Um, dude, I suck with Titex bars, dude. I am three for nine all time on Titex bars. Um, but I um, uh, I remember from that point, I'm like, listen, make sure. Because it sucks because I never know. Like, you're so damn strong. I never know what you're going to do. So I'm like, all right, we got to make sure this shit has got to be at least 650. Because I think I got at least, I got enough room to play with 650. She, I don't think she can come get 650 just yet. The time will come when you do. But until then, I know, like, as long as I get, like, a, over 650, I'm like, all right, whew, I'm safe. If I get anywhere, like, around 600, anything less than 620, I'm like, there's a possibility she go come and squat this. And that's the scariest thing to know, like, I've already squatted. I've already I've already competed. And then you have a full day to like, all right, so that's what he did. All right, I can do that. That's the most. And then, of course, and then Wilkes, like, I have to make sure, like, dude, my Wilkes has to be at least 520-something. It has to be because he'll go and get, like, I, it's, it's a, like, for, and don't get me wrong. I love to watch you lift, but I'm trying to smash you when it's time to lift. Like, I don't want, like, I, and it's, I, dude, I'm, I'm friendly as it comes. I love watching people do well. I want everyone to succeed. But at the end of the day, man, like, I want to do the best that I can do. And if the best I can do is better than the best you can do, then you know what? My little competition I had in my head, I won that one. If you did better than me, then you have a full year of bragging rights. Say, remember that time? Hey, remember that time I, you know, my Wilson side than yours? She's like, with the Arnold, I'll never forget that. You don't even mention it anymore. I do all the time. Like, hey, remember that time that you outsquatted me? Like, that's my motivation every single time. I'm like, dude, there's a possibility. If you are not on your P's and Q's, especially lifting where we lift with the against the people that we lift against at the caliber that they lift against everybody's world class if you're a top four top five competitor you are absolute world class even in the 84 plus like you're on i mean and i'm not you know i'm not you know code riding just but you're on a league of your own but if you look at the totals that we have in comparison to the totals at worlds our top four our top five they are in they are World class. So, if you're not ready to roll, you will get beat. You will get beat. Like, you will get beat, and you will get embarrassed. So, and, and it doesn't matter how, you know, they, they could be as young as, like, 20-something like Charlie, or they could be, you know, older, like, 50-something like David Ricks. Like, you could get murdered, you know, at nationals. So, when you come, you don't come for the event. You can hang out and do all that stuff after you compete. So, if you happen to be, you know, a 120-plus, Guess what? I guess you don't get a chance to kick it. Nope, we don't. We tell all that. Like, dude, I literally go, I sign up, I do everything I need to do. I go to my hotel and I, I, I don't do a thing. I sit there and I think about it. I, I hide, I game plan. <laughs> I think of every scenario that I can think of. I sit there, I turn the lights off, I turn my music up. And every attempt that I, that I want to do, I imagine myself doing it in my head. Over and over and over and over. But you took to a 60-pound jump. Huh? Yeah. You took a 60-pound jump. Like who, you know, and even in, even in my head, I'm like, oh yeah, this jumps nothing. I can do this because I'd done it before. But you know what? The thing that I didn't do, I think I covered everything. And I, you know, I think that's what like a lot of lifters do. You cover every, every part of your base from the time you walk in the door to the time you step on that podium and, you know, and get your medal. Like I, I ran through the whole scenario, but I did not take into account. I didn't know what we were lifting on. I don't like to get. I don't like to know a lot of the details because at the end of the day, I don't think it matters. I think at the end of the day, it doesn't uh, matter. A bar is a bar, and weight yes. to weight. 
shit. That's that's one thing about newbie lifters that I don't like, and I always try to hit it before every nationals. Mm -hmm. It's like they're always like, "Oh, what kind of bar is it? Oh, what don't matter. This, what's that? It doesn't matter. You know what? I don't have an Alico bar. I don't have a Texas Hell bar. No, I don't, I don't have, have a Titex bar. I have an old school Texas power bar that's slightly bent. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have a West Side bar. Yeah, that's the straight bar we have in our gym. It is just honestly, it's just it's an excuse. It's an it's an excuse that in the it's like a pre it's like a preloaded excuse like oh well yeah it was a kabuki bar man I'm not you like hold up bro weights weight and unless you're like JP like Ray like these guys squat 900 plus pounds then I think the bar starts to matter a little bit you know when you're squatting 800 plus the bar really starts mattering because for 800 pounds that bar is gonna clap yeah. on your back it's gonna shake it's gonna oscillate but for us puny fries that aren't lifting over 700 pounds or, or I should say aren't lifting over 750 760 800 pound squats it doesn't matter it does not matter at doesn't all matter. so for me I didn't have an excuse like I had a Titex bar I suck with Titex bars and I know that I suck with Titex bars so what did I try to do well and it, for me I just I, I feel like it, it feels slick on my back it feels like it's gonna slide I'm down Girl, I will show you the the I, when I tell you, I pulled so hard, and I tried to like really force that thing into into my into my pocket as, as hard as possible. I have the scars. I mean, I'm, I'm not joking. Like it's still like worn down and cut up. Like where my shoulders haven't healed from it. I pulled down so hard so that I could feel the bar because I knew like I knew like with my experiences before with Titex, the heavier I get, the slicker it feels on me. So I started trying to really pull it in. But I was dumb in that the harder I pulled in, the more I started rounding my back and my line of yeah. sight started going down. Yeah. I ended up, I, I completely, I completely over, overcorrected, yeah, I overcorrected myself out of my technique. Therefore, everything was a dive bomb. And so I got what I deserved because all I had to do was sit up, just maintain my composure, maybe set it up on my shoulders a little bit more rather than, you know, set it down and try to pull in more because I just rounded my back and ended up nosediving. And that was on me. So I had no excuse. It could have been, yeah. it could have been 600. It could have been 650. It could have been 500. But I was bound to do the same thing because the, the first, my opener felt okay, but I knew it could feel better. I didn't feel like I was upright. So I tried to pull it more to, to make myself go more upright. And I messed myself up. And that's on me. But the thing is, like that, what you pointed out about the, the, the newbies when they come in, that's a huge thing. They, the equipment doesn't matter. You know, matter. you just want to be at an event. You just want to hang out. And that's cool. You want to, you know what? I, I want to see Jim Thompson lift. I want to watch you lift. I want to watch David Ricks lift. I would love to watch Ashton lift. I would love to do that. But for me, it's a there, bloodbath. There is something about stepping out there and freaking grabbing that bar. Doesn't matter if it's a Titex, a Lico, a freaking, hell, it could be a deadlift bar on that thing, that after squat. Doesn't matter what it is. Grabbing that bar, man, for that first opening squat and realizing, like, hey, man, we're about to get it started. You know what I mean? And hearing the sounds, hearing Gino, and, like, literally seeing these people in front of you, having a great time, and then all of a sudden, when you dial in, everything just, everyone else just disappears, and it's just you and that bar. That's it. And the only thing you can make out of all of that noise is freaking squat and rack. That's all you hear. And it's so weird because you don't hear anything else. And... I'm like, if you if you cannot fall in love with that process, if you can't fall in love with that feeling, you don't belong there, man. Because it's it's we're a different breed of people, man. Like, 
I'm gonna put put some heavy ass weight on my back, or put it over my chest, or I'm gonna try to pull it off the ground and have somebody tell me when I can let it down or when I can let it go. Like that shit hurts, you know. So I, I mean, more so for you than me, because like I said, I you know I don't do half as many meets as you do, but but yeah, like so, you know, when 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 these people, I mean, you you obviously you, you said your your reaction to it, but like how does it? Has there been a time like when you when you've lifted that you like man I need to pull out like there's just there's no way has no. there ever been a like you just I'm still gonna fight I lifted at two meets with an injury I just don't publicize it yeah I lifted the World Games with a slight injury yep what is that this is my first time saying it really public yeah I told James in July I'm like hey do you know I lifted uh, with an injury at the World Games no I know I'm telling you now yeah man <laughs> but it's, it's I, yeah, I know I learned I'm that man from I learned that from Mike, Mike Tashira, when, and at that time when, when Mike was right before Mike, you know, uh, necessarily took, when he took a break from competing and really started, you know, uh, dude, he just, he's a, he's a guru, but when he really, when RTS really started blowing up huge and Mike took his break, like people didn't understand that they're like, well, I don't understand why Mike's losing. Mike was hurt, hurt. Like Mike was super hurt. He never said one word about it. And at the time, I was like, I, I wouldn't hurt. I wouldn't hurt at the time. So I was like, man, dude, if you're hurt, like, tell people so, you know, so they won't give you guff. He never said a word about being hurt. And no. went out there, competed the best he could, you know what I mean? And I think that's when, when Dennis was kind of turning it on and with, uh, what's his name from uh, uh, Bufa? Uh, from, uh, oh, Algeria. Yeah, from Algeria. That's when he was turning it on. And people were like, well, I understand how Mike's losing. I mean, obviously, you know, Mike's been in the game. He had been in the game for a while, and people were so used to seeing Mike T kill everyone. They didn't understand, like, and I, and I don't think it ever flashed in people's heads, like, Mike T is hurt right now. And for me, that was, like, that was one of our first, like, everyone has their favorite. Mike's one of my absolute favorite people. One of my absolute favorite people that walks this planet. And at the time, I just, man, I had tried to talk to him. I just didn't have the nerve. I tried to talk to him a couple times. Still didn't have the nerve. And when I finally got a chance to kind of, you know, talk to him and get to know him, I'm like, dude, this guy literally is a living legend. This guy's my hero, and I'm sitting here talking to him right now. And to watch somebody that's your hero and you know that they're hurt and still see him giving, out there giving the best that they can do, you know, not even, it's not even about winning at that point. It's about I want to compete. I want to compete to the best of my ability, and I want to execute as, as the highest level possible. It's not about the win anymore. And I see Mike go out there and do that. That, for me, because, I mean, I might be older, but, I mean, I guess as a lifter, I, don't, I guess I'm not as old as, as, you know, as I would like to be. And to see that, to watch Mike do that, I learned so much just watching him compete and watching him. Like, I knew that the guy was hurt. I knew that he didn't feel 100%, but he went out there and he still executed. And he still did the same you know, Mike T breathing, you know, mm-hmm. breathing things and all that stuff. And went out mm-hmm. there and executed. Yeah. Ritual. ritual. That's he had his ritual. ritual and did his thing. And I was like, you know what, man? If I ever I compete and I've ever I'm hurt, I'm never going to talk about it. I'm just going to go out there and do my thing. Exactly. And you find out afterwards. Because, but Like the coaches, they'll baby you more. They're like, yeah. oh, now we know yeah. you're hurt. We're going to lower yeah. your numbers and blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. That's no shit. Yeah, like, let's just go. You know, so when Mike, when I saw that, like, you know, I mean, I, I've been hurt a couple times, man. I, I went through a lot of crap in my last couple worlds, man. And both of them, I've ended up winning. But, I mean, it was because I obviously had an awesome team behind me or whatever, you know, helping me get to where I needed to go. Awesome, you know, awesome number calling. Um, but both times I was hurt, I never said a word about it. 
Like, someone else had to talk about it before me to talk about it. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, eh, it's not going to matter. You know what I mean? If you lose, you talk about it. You, you look like you made an excuse. If you yeah. win and you talk about it, like, all right, cool, maybe that'll add to the legend. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Because if you had the balls to step onto that freaking platform, there it is. You got there, there, those excuses being hurt, being sick, whatever, whatever, not eating it enough. Matter. It doesn't matter. It shows how much you love the sport and the willpower and to go for it, not just drop out. Yeah, man. The way I always look at it is this, man. Me and my dad, we, used to, we always joke around about it. But I was like, you know what, man? The worst thing that's going to happen to me is I pass out. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, I trust the, I trust the squatters. I, tr- I trust the spotters and loaders. You know what I mean? So if, if, if I'm squatting, it's not like I'm squatting Ray weight. If I squat and I pass out, they'll catch it. They'll at least make sure that I'm okay. If I bench and I pass out, guess what? They'll catch it. I'm, I probably could die from the bench. But, you know what I mean? Deadlift, if I pass out, I'm just going to let go of the bar and I'm going to fall backwards. You yeah. see that happen all the time. So I'm like, the worst thing that's going to happen to me if I'm in that much pain is you get to a point that you have so much pain that you pass out from the pain. That's it. Yeah. I can deal with that. And honestly, I would rather somebody say, hey, dude, he gave his all. That fool passed out on the, on the he passed out <laughs> lifting. Then like, hey, he just decided not to do it. So yeah, man, I, I agree. Like, I, I think that's one of the, that's one of the coolest things, man, because I think you, you're probably the best example of that because I mean, it's no disrespect to your competition because you have some amazing competition out there, but you said you're, you know, you're, you're at a level, you know what I mean? Like you're just at a, a different level, which is awesome. I mean, you, you worked your ass off to get this point. So you're at a different level. Um, but I see, you know, the part that I think is cool for me is when I see you, like you'll be up by God knows how much. And it's still the same intensity, if not more intensity at the end of the meet than it was at the beginning. And for somebody to maintain that, knowing that like you've got such a big pattern of a lead and you almost, you could coast, but you don't coast. Like you keep going and keep going, keep going. I mean, what, what's that about? Like, tell me like, that's something I mean, and honestly, this is, I mean, for those listening, that's cool. But this is like, for me as, as like, I want to be a better champion. Like what? What goes on in your head when you're like when you when you're when you're in the lead that like, that heavily and it's just about finishing like what 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 goes through your head? I don't think about it. Like there's a lot of stuff that I'm different that like you talked about like like about the injuries. Mm-hmm. I don't like to talk about them right. because that draws attention to you. Right. And your competition knows that ooh they have a handicap. Right. I'm not gonna let them know I have a handicap. Exactly. And I just don't want attention to myself and I'm gonna do the best I can. Um. But I also, I don't do a game plan. Right. Like how you doing a game plan for nationals. Yeah. Um, I was talking to Umer while I was putting on my makeup. Hey, Umer, what should my opener be on squat? Day oh. of. <laughs> Day of. I put on my makeup trying right. to think about it because I don't think about it. Yeah. And um, I have it at warm. I have it at weigh-ins. I, I ran down the weigh-ins because I was the last yeah. one. Um, but... You, I know that I have to save my energy for the whole competition. Right. And so I'm like, okay, you know, it squats first. I'm like, all right, we got six more lifts to go. Like, I'm a, I don't think far ahead. Mm-hmm. I think of like lift by lift. squats. Oh, uh, yeah, so I feel that. Warm up on bench. Now we're going to bench. All right, now the warm up for deadlift. Like, it's a mission. It's a mini mission throughout the whole competition. No, I, oh, I like that a lot. Like, that's, and, um, I had to kind of take that approach this last <laughs> my last two meets. I kind of had to take that approach because like you just it's awesome to have a game plan. I love having I just like being prepared because okay. here's my thing. None. My game plan at the end of the day is I almost don't have one in that I, I, I know what I want to do. I will know what I want to get done. But then 
I never know the numbers. After I, after I start, it's it's a wrap. I mean, it's it's no secret that's how I work. But I'm like, hey, you guys know what I want to do. I've already envisioned doing 50 different scenarios. So I'm good. I need you guys just. It's yours now. Put me in the best position to win. That's all I need. I don't care what the weight is. I don't care what the PR is. I don't care what my Wilson's going to be. Put me in a position to win. And I will fight my ass off for you. I mean, because for me, I can't. I can't do. I've tried to do a couple meets for myself. And I suck at it, man. I suck at doing meets for myself. Like, you know, I mean, I know there should be a time, you know. I think, you know, Maddie Forberg, I, I, oh my God. Like, I, you know, when I was kind of reading her captions, like, you know, this one's for me, you know. And. I thought that was so powerful, like such a you know a, a powerful moment, it's a, like just totally empowering. I try to do stuff for me. It's hard for me. Like I, I have to have my motivation. I mean, is I guess other people, other things. You know what I mean. So like, if I know that I'm a part of a team, right, and I know that, you know, you're calling my numbers, all right. So I got to make sure that. Okay. The numbers that the, the numbers that she's calling, I gotta make sure that I do my job and execute because I don't want to let her down. Um, yeah, I can't let the team down. Um, and that, honestly, I mean, all I've ever done growing up was team sports, so it's like it's it's way easier to to do it for someone else. For me, it's way way easier to do it for someone else than it is myself, just because you know, in a way, in a way, I don't feel like I'm I don't feel like I'm worth. I'm not worthy of doing stuff for myself just yet. Whereas those people that are, are making sure that they crunch those numbers and they're making sure that they they give them the right amount of, of jumps in between and I get amount, the right amount of rest and my warm-ups are on point, they deserve my 100% effort to execute as well as I can. And so, or if I'm thinking about my mom or my dad or my sister or my friends or whatever it is or my cheer kids, like, you know... Um, at bench meets, that's my thing. My motivation is my, my, my girls. So I'm like, hey, this first bench is for my all-girl. This second bench is for my co-ed kids. And then this last bench is for my, my, my coaches, my coaching staff. Like, you know, and at, at, the meet, at the meet, you can literally dedicate a lift to every – I mean, you know what I'm saying? You have nine people you can dedicate it to or nine, nine things that, you know, that – so it's easy for me to use that as motivation to lift that and like, all right, this is for me. I can't do it, you know, because I've, you know, I think a lot of times if you've been through enough, you know, enough crap in your life and had been, you know, and had enough, enough adversity that, you know, you can use the stuff that you've had in your life as, as, as motivation to move that weight. And which is awesome. You know, I haven't been through enough, I guess I've been blessed, man. I mean, I've had, you know, I've had, you know, the, I guess the normal hurts here and there, you know, heartaches here and there, but I don't think it's been enough to trump, you know, the the, the people in my family, you know, in in the other forms of motivation that I have, you know. So when I see people like yourself, when I see your, people like Jen Thompson, when I see people like David Ricks, man, that have been doing it for so long at such a high level, I was wondering in my head like, what's going through the head? Because I just I don't know, man. Like I, it's at this point, man, it's not about being a good lifter. I mean, I feel like I'm a pretty good lifter. You know what I'm saying? But I want to be a great champion. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I view you as one of the greatest champions that's that's ever done it. It's crazy, like to to see the 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 body of work that you you managed to amass in this amount of time. And while it doesn't feel like you've done it for a long time, you've actually done it for like a long enough time that you know 
you could stop right you, you could stop right now and you would literally go down as the greatest you know heavyweight lifter uh uh female heavyweight lifter that's ever done it. and for that matter overall i mean your your body work is just as big as rays you know what i mean if it's not big it's actually it's actually bigger and the fact you you're big it doesn't count yeah, he doesn't do bench too. You know what I mean? Like, but you're great at every one of your lifts. You know what I mean? And Ray's great. He's great at his deadlift. Oh my gosh, he's gonna be one of the greatest that ever deadlifted. He's the greatest at the squat. You know what I mean? You know he's working on that bench. He's he's good at bench. He's gonna be great at it. You know, one of these days, you're literally at this point in your life right now. You're greater at all of your your things that you've done. You're just as good as Ray is. You know, if not better. When you when you stack just. Title for title, you know, hit for hit, pound for pound, like you, you're there. So it's a, you know, I can say that. I mean, I'm on the outside looking in. Like you guys literally do stuff that I'll never be able to do. Like you literally, yes, you nah, ma'am. You know, and I've accepted that fact. I mean, I worked my butt off to get to that point, but the things like you've literally gone, you've gone through year and year and year, and just let me have, take this W. Let me take this W. Let me take this W. Oh, let me set a world record. Let me set. Like you literally <laughs> done it over and over. And over and over. And that's honestly for for somebody that's your friend on the outside looking in, that is one of the most impressive things. You know, I, I mean, you're honestly one of the most impressive strength athletes that, that's alive today. And I don't feel like, I mean, you just do what you do. It's no big deal to you. But, like, for me, as, you know, as somebody, honestly, as, you know, we were talking about it um, during y'all's, uh, during the meet at Nationals. And, I, and right then I was like, dude, I got to do a podcast with her because, like, man, I just... You know, it's one thing to do it behind a person's back or like over, you know, over a live stream, man. But like, I'd rather do it to your face, let you know, like, I honestly feel like you are one of the most impressive, you know, strength athletes that's ever freaking breathed. And like, honestly, like when like you're you're like, aside from shit, I'm trying to think of because I know you, and you're so super friendly and you talk so much like it's. It's 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 easy to forget, like, oh shit, you're one of the greatest that's ever done it. You know what I mean? Whereas like Kim, Kim, for example, you send it to Kim and Kim might say four or five words, maybe. You know what I mean? And and it's easy to be like, oh shit, this is Kim. I forgot. You know what I mean? Like I sometimes I forget. You know what I mean? But like and like honestly, aside from honestly, you're the only person I know that could ever that's ever talked to Kim like, ah, oh, whatever, Kim, blah 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 like how the, how are you talking to her like that? Oh, I forgot. You're another great too, so it's no big deal to you. You know what I mean? Like you forget. Like I, you know, I think like one of the weirdest things, man, was you know, sitting next to Kim, you know, and like holy shit, this chick is, she's like the goat. You know what I mean? And then like walking, you know, walking to a meet, and then you're like, oh, we gotta get our selfie. I'm like, oh shit, this chick is the goat. Like, I take selfies with one of the greatest that's ever done it. You know what I mean? Like, it's the exact same thing as if Brian Shaw walked up to me like, hey, let's get a selfie. Or if Thor Bjornsson walked up to me like, hey, man, let's get a selfie. You're like, you're, you're you know what I mean? Or, or let me stand on a ladder and get a selfie with you. But, like, you're, that's a, that's the a level that you're on, man. And I think people forget, people forget that Ray's on that level. Ray's one of the great, like, literally Ray is the greatest super heavyweight that's ever freaking done it at this point in his career. And uh-huh. people forget because they're so used to watching you win. 
You know, people get people get numb. They act like they've done. This is the thing that cracks me up. They act like they're the ones that's winning. Like ah, you know, they get mad when they with if Ray doesn't do a a, a, a hundred a thousand pound squat. What the hell? You're mad at this dude because he's not doing a, a thousand or or because he doesn't squat a world record, or 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 he doesn't like people are actually disappointed. Or they'll leave. Oh my god, they will leave after you guys are done squatting. Really? People leave? That's they amazing. leave? I'm like, what are you talking about? The best is yet to come. Wow, like, that's mean. You know what but I mean? They don't know what happens in warm-ups. Yeah. Or happens in travels, happens in personal life. Like, Ray and I, we talk a lot when we're yeah. in competitions together. Yeah. And we talk about what's going on in life a little yeah. bit. And it's like, you people only see the nine lifts on the platform. That's yeah. It. That's all people see. They don't know what happened before that or anything. Mm-mm. And they, it's like, just like me, I had one hell of a month of September. Oh, yeah. That was a living hell. <laughs> right. So I am so happy that I did well at Nationals. I was like 25, 30 pounds under my PR. I'm like, hell yeah, I am not complaining on that. Girl, who you telling? Awesome. Yeah, I was. Happy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I laughed. I laughed a little bit at it all, man, when it was all said and done, man, because, you know, we sat back and, and you know, I'm sitting there and, and Ross is like, hey, man, you know, how do you feel about it? I was like, dude, considering two and a half months ago, I couldn't even do a push-up. I couldn't even squat my body weight. Like, I, was in, I was in pain. So considering that, you know, I went from, you know, not being able to even move 135 squat or bench to, you know, to even having 645 on my back to not hit. And I mean, I only bench 491, but still to be able to bench 491. And I still PR'd my deadlift. So I was like, yo, this is okay. You know what I mean? Like I, it may not have been my greatest performance, but you know, to go six for six after missing my first, statistically speaking, if you miss your last squat, you never get your last deadlift. Statistically speaking, I mean, it's, that's a high percentage. It's just a pretty good correlation with not hitting that last deadlift as in, in conjunction with not hitting that last squat. So the fact that I, I was able to go six or six afterwards, I was like, dude, I will take it. And nah, Arnold Classic this past year, I didn't get my last squat, but I did get my last deadlift. Gotta think for a second. Yeah, man. So I just, I, I think like, I don't know, man. It's just, it's just awesome. Like I said, like, you know, I didn't want to take too much of your time up, but I wanted to at least, you know, talk to you and, 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 and really, you know, want to kind of pick your brain a little bit. Cause I, you know, people, I always want to know like what goes on in your mind when you're killing everything. And at the same time, like be able to publicly tell you like that you're the greatest that's ever freaking done it. Because if, 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 I mean, I know like people will say it, but I'm like, dude, if I don't say it, I feel like I've, I've done you a disservice, you know? And I, and I feel like at the end of the day, it's one thing to applaud people and admire people from afar but if you know them and you're able to tell them why not just go ahead and tell them so um i want to you know i wanted to chew up i won't chew up any more of your time but i just wanted to you know kind of right. skype you and tell you i mean it's not like we can't have more of these like you'll probably end up just being a frequent you know <laughs> but i'm actually i'm doing one check this out you'll like this one i'm doing what with tina uh and uh she's gonna i think we're gonna do it over uh um we're gonna just podcast but she's gonna show me how to make these uh these pumpkin spice protein balls. Oh, I was supposed to be a cooking show. Yeah, so we're going to do a cooking style, man. Well, I'm glad you, like, I've been chasing World Record Bench for two years now. I'm just like, 
I told I told Tarzan, I'm about to give up. I'm just gonna just no. keep. I'm gonna just keep chipping at it. Honestly, I think what it is is that because I do it so many times, I've done it for a double. I think I'm just gonna have to shoot past it instead of trying to shoot for it or chip it. I think I'm gonna have to just like just like let's just go. Like don't. I definitely. I think if I do the Arnold, I'm gonna go for it regardless. I don't care. My third attempt is gonna yeah. go. I'm gonna go for it. So just oh. go above it. Yeah. Also, like training, like I don't even go super super heavy. The way that Shell has my training, mm-hmm. I don't do super super heavy. It's all volume, and like that's how I've trimmed down. Like I've trimmed this size. Yeah. Gained so much muscle. Yeah. Yeah, man. Cause like, I think I don't know, man. That volume gets me. So, I mean, I, I don't. You work at it. Like I suck at it. Like Shell had me doing like six sets of six or. Six or seven sets of six in the beginning. Right. But I knew, like, every workout he gave me, it was a challenge. And I'm like, I'm going to do the challenge, and I'm going to prove to him that I can do this workout. And right. I know that every workout, I'm going to get better, I am going to get stronger. And I remember pain and agony or breathing or I'm going to die of a heart attack. <laughs> I remember how it feels. The week after, I'm like, I'm better than last week. Oh, yeah. It's just building. I mean, and it makes sense because you want to build on it, build on it, build on it. And then just get to you get to the point where it's not, you know, it's not it doesn't affect you as much. I mean, that's that's the goal. The goal is just to get better every single time. So I that's definitely my goal for this year. Like I. I the, the, the cool thing is, like, I my last well, my last nationals, I think I only did 45. So this national did 41. I mean, I did 491. So I just keep adding to the total. Um, I just had a bad squat, but I mean, I added to my squat. I, I mean, I added to my bench. I added to my deadlift. Um, so we're we're making positive ground. And like I said, you know, I only squatted six twenty at Worlds. So, and the thing that the thing that cracked me up was, you know, I went from squatting six twenty at Worlds to not being able to walk at all. And and then you know, fast forward it. Two and a half months later, I'm doing 620 for sets of five. So I'm like, you know what, dude? We definitely did what we needed to do. It's just that execution-wise, we didn't do what we needed to do at Nationals. But it is what it is. I'm not worried about it. Um, but I don't know, man. I I don't want to take up any more of your time, man. But I, 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 I wanted to just... God, man. There's so much crap we can talk about, which is good because we can just... What's keep one going. more thing? What's your thing? Where's your notepad? Where's your notepad? Oh, I, I, I got everything from my notepad. Like, but the biggest thing that oh. I... That was my biggest thing was like... I mean, I wanted to know like some of your favorites, but then I also want to I publicly tell you how amazing I think you are. It's just because I don't think you get enough credit, you know, for what you've done, you know, like, what you've been able to amass in the past, and and just like you're literally. I mean, we have a rich, you know, female powerlifting history, but like you're completely rewriting history as you lift, you know. So it's like, oh, like where, like how far can you go? And for me, that's that's like the most impressive part because I'm like, dude, how how far can she go? Like, where where is she gonna go with this? Like, how I what what's the limit? You know? And I mean, I'm we're able to see it with Ray. You know what I mean? And, and people are just like Ray, 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 and, and rightfully so because Ray is single handedly changing the game each time each time he squats and now when he deadlifts and with his totals. And the fact he you know the fact you guys are doing it as drug free athletes is unreal. Um, like, I just, I think that's awesome. So, 
watch you guys rewrite the record books, you know, and, and for me, I always felt like, and even my old lineman used to tell me, it's like, you're a big dude trapped in a little guy's body. Like, I just, what you guys are able to do is just so impressive. And the fact you're able to do all this weight and do all these competitions and walk away from it, have a good attitude, have a good time and be such a great ambassador, you know, for the sport, that's, that in and of itself is just one of the most impressive things, you know, about, you know, what you guys are able to do. So I, I personally just, you know, I, because I have a platform where I can thank people and I can't talk about people, I wanted to do it to your face, you know, and, <laughs> instead of, yeah, so why it was, it was a partial interview is more of a, a thank you, like thank you. And, and I just wanted people to, for those people that, you know, on the, on the live stream, like that heard me talk about it, you know, like now they actually get to hear me say it to you face to face. So, um, but I'll definitely, we'll definitely get on and. The next time you get on, you'll get to pick the subject that we talk about. It, it doesn't matter what oh. it is. Boom. There you have it. Hope you guys thoroughly enjoyed it as much as I thoroughly enjoyed having uh, Benika on. Um, like always, man, like, comment, subscribe. Make sure you spread the word to all your people. If you're uh, new to the YouTube channel, you like checking these bad boys out, be sure to uh, subscribe because that's always dope to have new subscribers. Um, secondly, um, if you're listening to on a podcast, um, either on a SoundCloud or, you know, on Apple or whatever, um, be sure to subscribe to those bad boys. You can download them, put them on your app. You can listen to them as much as you want. Uh, but more than anything, man, again, like I always say, this truly appreciates support. Um, so make sure you like, comment, subscribe, spread the word, man. The word of mouth is more important, I think, and more uh, powerful than, than anything, man. So make sure you tell your people about it if you guys dig it. If you don't, sorry about it. Um, if you have any people that you want me to hit up, please let me know because I'll keep hitting them up. Um, I got some super dope, uh, dope ones coming up. And all those lost files that I, you know, that I mentioned before, um, I got some good ones coming, and I got some new ones coming, and I got some fun stuff happening. But uh, yeah, man, just thanks for thanks for kicking it with me. It's always fun. And it's always fun being able to talk with these people that I get the fanboy over, and I can use the podcast and it's excuse to talk to them. So um, just stay tuned, man. We have a bunch of dope stuff happening. Uh, that being said, if you guys uh, ever want to get in contact with me, feel free to hit my website up, lsmcclain.com. If you wanted this dope gear, like this is actually about to be dropping. Um, oh, yeah, I was in the, uh, the skulls and all that. So they're all about to be dropping in, uh, in a couple weeks. So if you wanted the dope gear, go to lsmcclain.com. If you want coaching, pretty good with the coaching thing. Um, Hit me up, ellismcclain.com. Um, and honestly, man, if you just want to know what's popping off, you can go to ellismcclain.com and uh, subscribe to my newsletter. It kind of tells what's every, what, I, what all is going on in my life. But aside from that, man, I mean, IG, all that stuff, it's all ellismcclain. So you can reach that from ellismcclain.com. So either way, just uh, come kick it with me. Um, appreciate you guys. Hope you have a great, uh, great afternoon, uh, great morning, great evening, wherever you are at in this uh, sector of the world. Uh, thank you. Appreciate you very much.